0: The Bleeding Big Blue Podcast. I'm Alex Kavish, your host, back again. Our podcasts are available on YouTube, Spotify, and Podbean. Be sure to follow our Twitter and Instagram pages at Bleeding Big Blue Podcast, and also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Earlier today, we had Cop Pizzle, Giants YouTuber, on to talk some Giants. Yesterday, I recapped free agency at a full length, ranted on some anti-Giants bias as I call it, and I also condemned the rumors of the Giants taking Justin Herbert for. four. Now, before we get to the interview with Cop Pizzle from earlier, I would like to elaborate on a couple of things. But first thing, I'd like to thank everybody who listens to the podcast on Podbean, Spotify, and YouTube. Uh, We got 17 subscribers on YouTube now, and our views are going up. And I just say thank you to people who are supporting us, liking, subscribing, commenting. Uh, We're continuing to grow on our social media pages as well. We have over 100 followers on Instagram and on Twitter. We're almost at 300 and I'm active there every day. If you need to ask questions or something, I'm always free and available. And I think it's great how we're continuing to grow and we're only going to go up, guys. But right now, let me re-elaborate on the rant I had yesterday. Now... I didn't say yesterday that I didn't like Don LaGreca, Michael K, or Bart Scott from 987 ESPN, you know. They're great guys, great analysts, great behind the mic. But since they won, it seemed like the media has been criticizing the Giants for hiring Joe Judge. Now, we don't we don't know what he's going to do yet with the draft and with the voluntary uh workouts for the offseason. But what I actually ranted on yesterday was the fact that Those three guys, or whoever it was, said that Joe Judge is trying to act like Bill Belichick without the rings. Now, in my opinion, that's not what he's trying to do. What he's trying to do is establish a leadership and establish a cultural and great locker room for this team. Because we haven't had that in years as a team. If he screws up and makes a mistake, then you could criticize him. Why I mentioned the Jets yesterday, I didn't mean to pull them in, but I'm just going to try to make a point here. Nobody... Ripped Joe Douglas, and he's part of the worst drafting team or one of the worst drafting teams in the NFL and possibly all time. Now, nobody has said Joe Douglas is acting like Howie Roseman because that's who he worked under when he was in Philly. Howie Roseman is and was the GM. And let's be honest, this is his first time actually drafting. This is the first time where he's, you know, general manager. Nobody's criticized him for that. And he's, as I said before, he was—he's a part of the one of the worst drafting teams in the NFL historically, but nobody criticizes him. But they come on to criticize Joe Judge just because he worked under Belichick. Not a lot of Belichick people work outside of New England, and because he's trying to create a leadership and create a good locker room, so this team can start winning again. Now, before we get to the cop puzzle interview from earlier. There's something like to talk about. Obviously today we heard a lot of speculation that the Dolphins are looking to trade up at 3 for an offensive tackle and maybe they're not give up their 5th overall pick. Now, follow me on this one. I don't think that they're going to be willing to trade up. If they do trade up to 3, they give up an asset at 3 to trade up and then they're going to have their pick at 5. If they do have their pick at 5 and they don't trade it up with anything else going to the Lions. Now, with the pick at 5, if they don't trade up with Detroit, then there could be a better chance they trade up with the Giants for a quarterback. Now, if they do trade up at 3, there's an unlikely chance that they're going to want to trade up with the Giants at 4. Because they don't really need to be back-to-back, you know. The reason they're going to 3 is to get a good offensive tackle. But, you know, they would. the reason they want to stay at 5 is to get a quarterback. And the Giants are not going to take a quarterback. I mis- mentioned this yesterday... And uh, they're going to take an offensive tackle or a Zay Simmons. I think that's just what it goes down to. They're not going to take a quarterback. They already got Daniel Jones. But the reason Gentlemen wants to trade back is to get more assets later in the draft. Maybe a second rounder. Maybe a third rounder. And the Giants do need a third rounder. He wasted a third rounder on Leonard Williams in October of 2019. And I think he's trying to admit that mistake and wants to get that pick back. But what he can also do is take those picks that he trades down with and the ones that he gets from the trading down like the ones he gets from the Dolphins and he could use that to trade up again now is it likely that he actually does that I don't think so but we did see him trade up into the first round like he did with DeAndre Baker last year we don't know if we're going to see it again the Giants I think have 10 draft picks they have one of each and I think they have some in the seventh round If I'm not mistaken, but I don't think 7th round picks are much of an asset when you're training up. They uh, usually focus on the 2nd round picks, 3rd round picks, and possibly 4th round. I remember the Giants gave up a 4th rounder when they traded up for DeAndre Baker last year with the Seattle Seahawks. So let's say they trade back with the Dolphins. Ideal trade. Now, after this, I'm going to make up a trade where they actually trade back into the 1st round. But I'm going to tell you why that is very hard. But let's get to the first things first. Dolphins received the 4th overall pick. The Giants received the 5th overall, the 39th overall, and the 17th overall. Now, trade back into the first round. The 49ers have made it clear that they want the 13th pick traded for some reason. But they already have assets on their team. They could add another one, but they choose that they want to trade the 13th pick. Giants receive the 13th pick, 49ers receive either the 39th overall, which is in the second round, or the 99th overall, 99th overall, the 70th overall, pick and choose between those third round picks, and then the 238th overall, now, when it comes back to training in the first round, as I said, 238th overall is not going to really be worth much, that is going to be hard, now, according to drafttech.com, obviously there's draft points involved, with these picks and i think that's jimmy johnson way of doing it and we'll take a look at these picks and how much they're worth miami's fifth overall is worth 1700 points new york giants fourth overall is worth 1800 the 70th overall pick in which miami still owns 240 points san francisco's 13th overall pick 1150 points new york giants 99th pick the compensatory pick from the landon collins uh when they let him go in free agency That's worth 104. The New York Giants 36th overall is worth 540. And the Miami 39th overall is worth 510. So, ideally, to be honest, you won't be able to pull off those trades because you would have to gather a lot of picks somehow to combine them all and make them as valuable as the 13th pick. And you would have to even it out with the 4th and 5th pick and whatever Miami's given up to trade up. Now, that has a better chance of happening than the 49ers thing. Even though the 49ers are willing to give the 13th pick, I don't think that they're going to give up for that. I think they might want more. They also don't have a third rounder, so I think the Giants could figure out something there. But, as I said, it remains to be seen. Tomorrow is the draft day. We'll see if they do trade back into the first round. Because I think, ideally, you want an inside linebacker, a defensive end, and an offensive tackle within the first three rounds. And that's very ideal for the Giants because they need offensive line, they need pass rush, and they also need an inside linebacker who can cover. And now we're going to shift to the interview with Cop Pizzle from earlier. And we are now joined by Giants YouTuber cop Pizzle. How's it going, Pizzle?
1: What's up, man? I'm glad. I'm happy to uh, to be a part of this.
0: All right, let's get right into it. Yesterday, I ranted about something, but we're going to get that with a second question. Uh, Giants obviously hired Joe Judge in January after they fired Pat Shermer. What are your impressions of him after the press conferences and every time he spoke?
1: I've I been all in on the Judge Joe Judge train. I, I for for you know obviously, I think I was like a lot of Giant fans. I originally kind of thought that Matt Rule was going to be the guy. You know, I thought I thought that it seemed like he was the one that everybody was pointing to, um, but. When, I, when we when we obviously found out Joe Judge was the guy, I started to do research on him, started figuring things out. And I love, with, um, I love that he's been with Saban. I love that he's been with Belichick. And to me, those are the two of the greatest coaches in all of football, you know, forget co- collegiate or professional. And the fact that he's got experience from both those guys, um, that gets me excited. Because if, if he can get the Giants program or – franchise, organization, whatever you want to call it. If he can get um, this organization to be run like Alabama or be run by like New England, then heck, man, the next 20 years is going to be phenomenal for us Giant fans.
0: Yesterday, I think it was, a lot of media people decided to say that Joe Judge is trying to be Bill Belichick, the person in his shadow, But it's and it seems like that everybody and the media has been criticizing him for that and criticizing the Giants for making that move of hiring him but everybody seemed to be okay with the fit of possibly Matt Rule coming here do you think the media has hit uh, Cho Judge too far on first impressions and should they wait a little bit?
1: and to me the the New York media always gets it wrong I mean they don't realize that in my opinion that they do more harm than good to a lot of their sports franchises in the area uh, there, there's, there just always seems to be always so negative. Look, whether we like it or not, Joe Judge is part of Bill Belichick's coaching tree. He's a branch of, of the tree. But guess what? Bill Belichick is, comes from, obviously, Bill, pa, Bill, Bill Parcells' coaching tree, right? So, I mean... You look at Bill Belichick; he's always going to be considered somebody who came from Bill Parcells. Obviously, he's done so many great things, and he surpassed that. But it's up to Joe Judge now, as a coach, to you know to show every to prove everybody that uh, he can stand alone. You know that Bill Belichick or even Saban, for that matter, um, didn't make him who he is. You know, so he he can become uh, above that. So, you know, for me, man, I, I think. Joe Judge is just like anybody else. He's just got to prove himself. And if he if he does, then really the media can't do nothing but uh, be positive about him. Look, even the great Bill Belichick gets negative things written about him. So, and, you know, he's to me the greatest coach of all time. So, um, he's just got to prove himself.
0: Okay, next question. I know you want Isaiah Simmons tomorrow at fourth overall. And...
1: <laughs> you think I do? Yeah. <laughs> you think so? I don't know. There's one day day I'm on
0: board, next day I'm not, but go ahead. Uh, Obviously, we've been missing a coverage guy and a playmaker on this defense. You know, Ogletree's now gone. He couldn't do crap on defense. Uh, Say the Giants take a tackle, and I've done a lot of research lately that says if you do start a tackle year one, they're going to struggle massively, but in the second year, they'll do a lot better. Say the Giants uh, bench the rookie tackle and start a veteran. Would you rather have Cameron Fleming at right tackle or Nick Gates?
1: Um, Well, I think Cameron Fleming is, to me, the most interesting free agent the Giants have picked up in the offseason. And the reason why I think it's interesting is because Mark Colombo, obviously is now our offensive line coach, came with Jason Garrett from the Cowboys. So, you know, everybody, all these new coaches that the Giants have kind of brought their own guys, right, Or, or kind of went out and picked out what they really liked. And to me, I think it's interesting that Jason Garrett, who I think is going to be a great offensive coordinator for the Giants. You know, a lot of people make a lot of jokes about him. He's been run, you know, thrown under the bus in Dallas, left and right. But I think I think he's got a lot to prove. And I don't think he even brings in a guy like Cameron Fleming if he doesn't think that he's got potential. You know, and and I feel like we got him on a good deal. Now, a lot of people have mentioned that he's probably going to be a, a swing kind of uh, offensive lineman that he's going to be able to play multiple positions. Um, Obviously, we know more about Gates as Giant fans because we've seen him more. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I'll be honest with you, out of all the guys we've we've signed in the free agency, Bradbury obviously is the big sexy signing that everybody says, oh, you know, starting number one cornerback, you know. But to me, the most interesting guy is Cameron Fleming because if Cameron Fleming – uh shows that potential that apparently Jason Garrett and Mark Colombo seeing him, we might have got a really good steal in free agency. So I would probably say Cameron Fleming over Gates, but that's not to say that I'm I'm not you know impressed with what I saw from Gates last season.
0: Okay. A big issue on this team. There are a lot of young guys on this pass rush. We obviously got Kyler Fakrol in free agency, but we also have O'Shane Ziminis and Lorenzo Carter that could be the future of this team. Uh, do you see more promise from O'Shane Zimnis than Lorenzo Carter because Lorenzo Carter was supposed to make a bigger jump last year and he didn't? Or do you blame that on James Betcher?
1: Well, I think you have to blame some of it on James Betcher. But I will say this nobody in all of YouTube was more on board the Lorenzo Carter train than I was. I thought the man was going to have double digits in sacks last season. I was all in on Lorenzo Carter. I, I I if 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 he was a stock, I bought every stock that I possibly could buy. And he was and he was like a ghost out there. A complete ghost. Um I hope it was James betcher's fault. You know, the fact is if Lorenzo Carter would have done exactly what I thought he could do, I wouldn't even consider Isaiah Simmons for, for the draft on Thursday. But nevertheless, we didn't have that. So for me, I have I like to call him X-Man. He To me, he doesn't have – right now, I hate to say this about Lorenzo Carter because I like being positive, but he doesn't really have a lot to, to prove, right, over what Lorenzo Carter did last year because he didn't do anything. So if the X-Man can just do a half more than what Carter did – then that's that's going to be an improvement.
0: Basically, um, the stats he put up last year were the same stats he put up his rookie year. He both had four sacks, so it, it doesn't look like uh,
1: Lorenzo Carter. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there was just no there was no improvement. There was no improvement. I mean, I you may have been like me. I was expecting this big jump.
0: As I was too. And-
1: and never got it. There yeah. was just no jump. And so, look, I, I'm not – obviously, James Betcher just didn't get the job done as a defensive coordinator, but I was expecting this huge improvement from Carter and just never got it.
0: Now, before we get to the next question, uh, wait, are you disappointed that the Giants haven't re-signed Marcus Golden yet?
1: No, I'm, I'm not. I, I honestly feel like uh, Marcus Golden – don't get me wrong, I don't think that he – I do think he plays well – but i think he played well on a really bad team right yeah. and sometimes when you're on a really bad team your stock is way more improved just because you're doing better than all the other bad players right mm-hmm. so look I, I think i like the direction the giants i think dave gettleman's attempting to do with this defense he's attempting to be as young as he can um, to be athletic and, and and to be most notably young and so, to me, I, 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 I'm not upset about it one bit. Um, I thought he played well for the Giants. That doesn't mean I don't think he played bad because I think he played well. But I, I, I think I kind of get the idea of what Dave Gettleman's attempting to do. Although, you just never know with, with Davey G.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, obviously, he's made a lot of questionable moves. Uh, trade for Alec Ogletree. Solder's $62 million contract trading of Odell Beckham and I'm going to be honest there I was a fan of that trade not at first but later on I decided you know what this was better for us in the locker room and we got Dexter Lawrence we got O'Shane Ziminis and Drew Brill Peppers who could be a good guy for this defense do you think if they don't surpass four wins this year that Dave Gettleman's going to be fired
1: I actually don't think it's fair for Gettleman to be on the hot seat but unfortunately I believe he is on the hot seat you know, I think there's just no way around it. Uh, for some reason, and maybe it's a maybe it's. It seems like every single year since the Giants had fired Coughlin – or I didn't. I'm sorry, they didn't fire him, but he he stepped down. But basically, he was he was going to be fired. I, 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 I hate to I hate to say that, but I mean that was that was the, that was what was happening. It seems like every year since then, the Giants, except for the year that they went to the playoffs in 2016, they always have. We as a fan base, an organization, always have to blame somebody.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We, somebody's head always has to roll. You know, one year it was Tom Coughlin. Next year it's Jerry Reese. Um, then it's Ben McAdoo. Pat Shermer, right? We blamed Eli Manning forever.
0: Yeah. Um, that didn't get us it anywhere. It
1: seems like, years, it's like if, if there's a bad year, somebody's head has to roll. Unfortunately, Dave Gettleman, whether I believe it should be or not, his head is the next one on the chopping block. If things go bad, uh, so if they go out and do a four-year a four-win year, uh, whether they deserve it or not, it's going. Yeah, he's he, he will be gone. I, I mean, do you see any way that that's? I mean, what's the writing's on the wall if that happens? Um, and I think, look, you, you mentioned Ogletree. Uh, obviously, the Jonathan Stewart contract, right? Mm-hmm. Sold her. There's been there's been others. I think he's also done a lot of good too. Right? I don't think everything that he's done has been bad. It's so to me that's why I say it's a, it's a little unfair. You know, I loved I like DeAndre, but I think he's drafted pretty well.
0: Something Reese couldn't agents, do.
1: I don't think his free agent signings have been very good, but I think his and hopefully they're they're going to be good this year. I just I think he has drafted well though.
0: Yeah. Uh, Giants signed Rod Smith from the Cowboys in 2019. That didn't work out because he was cut at the end of the preseason due to injury. Now they signed Deion Lewis last month. Uh, Do you think the Giants are trying to get Wayne Gallman out of here and oust him from the backup role on Saquon Barkley? What are your thoughts on Wayne Gallman? I personally like him. I thought before Saquon that he was going to be the future running back of this team.
1: So I'm not a big fan of Deion Lewis. But however, here's the thing. Bill Belichick, I, I hate to do this to Joe Judge, but I, I, I just have to. I feel like Joe Judge is trying to make this team like the Patriots. And Bill Belichick and the Patriots, for years, have used basically three running backs every year. They use three running backs. A lot of times we think that there's a running back one and then running back two. But for some reason, the Patriots, for, for years upon years, have used three running backs. I don't think Wayne Goldman... Uh, yeah, sure. He could be in trouble, but I don't, I don't, I don't think that he's for sure, de- you know, in trouble. I think Deion Lewis was one of the guys that Joe Judge um, saw as an opportunity to bring in for him. That that was kind of his guy, right? Patriot. He had mm-hmm. a Patriots connection. Uh, I think the Giants are going to use three running backs next year. I personally wish we had a bruiser, you know, an old Brandon Jacobs like. But I think there's still a, a chance for Gallman to be on this team, but we'll see. You know, I do think the Giants are going to draft a running back, believe it or not, in this draft. But I think he will be, obviously, later later in the rounds. Because
0: they have a lot of stuff to take care of first.
1: Yes, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely they do. Yeah.
0: Um, Giants traded for Leonard Williams in October. He only came up with .5 sacks last season. They franchise-tagged him last month. Uh, could he be a force with the pass rush with QB hits and pressures and no sacks, or is he just going to stay non-existent on the field.
1: I think so many John fans are, you know, they get caught up in the sack number. I don't think Big Cat, I like calling him Big Cat, but I don't think he's ever going to be a big sack number guy. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I just don't think you're ever going to see those huge numbers from him. I think he's going to do a lot of the dirty work. And, you know, depending on how this roster continues to shape up, obviously the draft is going to be very important. Uh, f- to find us some uh, a pass rusher. I thought that Leonard Williams played okay last year when he came over. Uh, I-, I think there were some games that he looked really well. Uh, one especially I thought that he looked well was the, the Eagles the Eagles game, the Monday night Eagles game. I thought he played a-, a great game. And then there is some times when he doesn't show up. But, um, look, I-, I-, I have faith in him. I'm glad the Giants are going to have him on the roster next year. Um I want to I want to see him out there, and I, I think he can he can be a force for this this defensive line. So for me, I, I see Dave Gitelman as ad, as continuing to build on that defensive line that he just has been working on since the day he got here.
0: One thing we did see in the stats last year is before he went to the Giants, it was about 130 rushing yards per game that we gave up, and then after it was like 102 rushing yards per game. Obviously, that's not something. That we should brag about, yeah. but it is something to look forward to in the future. Now, obviously, Absolutely. last year, especially one player, um, depending on how Patrick Graham likes him, what do you think of him reducing playing time for BJ Hill and possibly Dalvin Tomlinson? There's a lot of things that people want Dalvin Tomlinson traded. I personally like Dalvin Tomlinson, you know, stick him right in the middle, maybe next to Williams, depending on how Graham's defense is going to look.
1: Well, I mean, I mean, the thing is, I think we have to see. It's hard to know for sure as a fan. Uh, you know, I'm I'm all about the Giants, so I, I've seen some of Graham's defensive teams. You know, obviously he was with the Dolphins last year, but it's not like I'm watching the Dolphins the way I watch the Giants. You know, or as closely as I am. Uh, so for me, like, I just need to see how this defense takes shape. You know, you usually get to see a little bit of that in the preseason or the first – you kind of get an idea the first four weeks into the season. So, to me, if if Graham feels like these guys can't be useful in his system, then they just can't be useful. I thought B.J. Hill played great as a rookie. I think Dalvin Tomlinson, since joining the team, has done everything that the Giants have asked him to do. Uh, So, for me, uh, I like both those guys. Uh, I'm not done with them. At from a from a fan standpoint, I'm not done with them, you know. Like oh, Alec Ogletree, done with you, you know. don't yeah. you go? I was so happy to see Jack Rabbit. I'm done with you, but those guys, I don't, I don't feel that way about them. So, but at the end of the day, you know, if 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 if, if Graham feels like they can't be used in their system, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see how that how that pans out, and it probably will make more sense to us as we as we get to watch his defense in action.
0: Now, before we get to the next question, what do you think of the Evan Ingram trade rumors? Do you think that we should give him another year to see if he his injuries catch up with him?
1: So, here's the thing. At the end of the year, we got to see Caden Smith play tight end for the Giants. Um, a Stanford guy, I believe. And I was big into him. I was a, I was a big fan. I, I really liked the way he performed. Look, I, I bought into the Evan Ingram hype just like any, any other Giants fan, right? Oh, here's a guy that maybe he'll be like Jeremy Shockey was, you know, like... You know, really athletic tight end, going to make plays. This is going to be great. But Evan Ingram, since he's been here, I mean, let's just be honest. Yeah, he's made some plays here and there, but...
0: He hasn't played all 16 games of a season yet. And he's entering his fourth year.
1: I mean, the time for Evan Ingram to prove it has come and gone. To me, I think if the Giants can, I I would have no problem if they traded him. Look, I have no problem if if he's playing tight end for the Giants. You know, but if they if they if they trade him, I have no problem with that either.
0: Uh, besides him, right now the main wide receivers are Tate, Shepard, and Slayton. Do you think the Giants should get a number four wide receiver in the draft, like Claypool or Michael Pittman?
1: Oh, I think the Giants for sure will get a will get a. Um, I think for sure they'll they'll get a uh, receiver in the draft for sure. I don't really have a guy per se like a. a, a you know a guy that I really would like to have but I will say this I thought Dave Gettleman did an awesome job of drafting Darius Slayton last year right I think he was probably our look let's be honest was with Barkley Hurt I thought Darius Slayton was our best offensive player last year you know that outside of you know if you want to count Daniel Jones and that uh, or uh, Daniel Jones into that discussion I loved what I saw from Darius Slayton. In fact, I think he might potentially be our number one receiver next year. So, if Dave Gellman goes out and gets a guy like him, or a, I wish we had a more bigger body receiver. I don't know if there's a guy that you know in this draft that Dave likes. You know, I, I wish we kind of had a Plaxico, right? A guy that's mm-hmm. big, six four, six five body, but they don't make a whole lot of those guys. You know, that 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 can do what Plaxico did. Uh, we have so many little shifty, you know, guys like Golden Tate, Sterling Shepard. Um, that that I, I just wish we kind of had a more bigger-bodied receiver, but um, we'll see. I think I think we definitely will get a, a receiver in the draft.
0: Uh, Giants are obviously going to address offensive line in this draft. We saw a little bit of John Halapio in 2018. He did play well before his ACL tear. 2019, he didn't play so well. Mostly against the big defensive tackle, Bullrush. Should they sign him back in June when he recovers from whatever he got injured from in the Eagles game, or should they just draft uh, a future center?
1: I think they're going to draft a center. I think, I mean, um, look, I think Spencer Pool is obviously going to be the starter at center next season, but he's got a lot of wear and tear on him. And if there's two positions that need to be addressed in this draft for the Giants, it's obviously a tackle position and a center position. I mean, who knows what who knows what Solder has left at left tackle. Um, but regardless of who we draft, whether we draft a, a tackle at the fourth overall selection, Nate Solder is going to be our left tackle next season, no question about it. Uh, if we draft a, if we draft a tackle at four, they're going to play right tackle for us. So. If you can get a if you can get a tackle and you can get a center and build upon what also also the guards that we have, I think we could definitely start being able to protect Daniel Jones or, or or give Saquon Barkley some running lanes a lot better than what we were able to do last season. We definitely have to address the center position, you know, and I think I think I could see them drafting drafting one.
0: Final question: uh, Say the Giants are definitely taking an offensive tackle. Uh, who's your favorite from this class? Mine personally probably Andrew Thomas or Jedrick Wills.
1: Willis Willis, Wills, you like him?
0: Yeah, out of Alabama.
1: Here's the thing. If I've been saying this on my YouTube channel and I'll just say it and and I when whatever the result is, it is what it is. I feel like Joe Judge has I mean, you tell me if you would do this, if you're Joe Judge. If you're Joe Judge and you were employed by Nick Saban for a couple years, don't you think you make the phone call and ask him, Hey, Nick, is the kid worth me taking him at four? You know, obviously you got to coach him at Alabama, you got to uh, experience what kind of what kind of work ethic he has, what kind of what kind of ability he has. Is he worth it? If Nick Saban says he's worth it, I think you have to consider that. Right? I mean you have to. So to me, he would be my favorite If he got the Nick Saban recommendation, the Nick Saban rub, whatever. I don't know how I feel about the Iowa kid, and I definitely don't know how I feel about Thomas from Georgia. i got to be honest, and I don't know if any other Giant fans are like this, but Eric Flowers left a bad taste in my mouth when it came to drafting...
0: A tackle um, that high.
1: A a tackle that high. Because he was such a big-body, athletic guy from Miami, right? That's exactly what uh, what the Iowa kid is. And all these other guys seem to be kind of in that caliber of this is a can't miss, big body, can, can, can do all, you know, we saw what Eric Flowers did for us. He was awful. So I'm very nervous about it. It's kind of made me shy away. And to be honest with you, you know, you kind of said that I'm on the Isaiah Simmons train. I am. I, you know, Isaiah Simmons would be the, is the sexy pick. He would be a lot of fun. But at the end of the day, I think the most important thing the Giants have to do next season is protect the, the merchandise. And the merchandise is Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. Without Daniel Jones, we have no football team. That's the bottom line. I mean, we can't roll. I mean, I understand we got Colt McCoy. And i got to be honest, I don't want to see Colt McCoy hit the field. If Colt McCoy hits the field – We're in trouble, bottom line. We need our franchise quarterback to be out there healthy and not fumbling the ball. If Saquon Barkley gets hurt, we can't have that, right? We've spent high draft picks on both Saquon. We've spent high draft picks on Daniel Jones. These guys have to be protected. So at the end of the day, as much as I would love to see Isaiah Simmons wearing big blue, the most important thing out of this draft or out of the rest of the offseason is to make sure that number eight and number 26 are protected.
0: I actually just thought about two more questions. Do you see this comparison like between Isaiah Simmons and the whole offensive tackle class? Do you see that comparison to the Saquon Barkley quarterback debate in 2018?
1: I kind of do, to be honest I I, I kind of do. You know, to me, I think Dave gentleman said it. I'm going to mess up this quote. But when he drafted Saquon Barkley, I think he said something along the lines of, you would draft Saquon Barkley at number two in any draft
0: because he's the best player lines. in the draft.
1: Yeah, but it, 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 Saquon Barkley would be the number one, the number two pick in next year's draft, the year before, whatever. I mean, it, it, bottom line is that's you. That's where you draft Saquon Barkley. Period. You know, there's you didn't reach, you didn't do anything. You you, just, you drafted him where he was supposed to. For me, would Isaiah Simmons be? A top five pick in any draft You know be, that, That's The unfortunate thing here Is I feel like the timing is wrong For us to get Simmons Because we ha, we need We have to have our offensive line To be good next season Right The Eagles defensive front is pretty, is pretty nasty If the Redskins pick up Chase Young Which I believe they will Obviously Their defensive front is nasty I mean they might have the best one In the whole NFC East The Cowboys' defensive line has been really good. So if we can't protect our quarterback against those three teams, we have no chance to win the NFC East. No chance. So that's the interesting part because we have a need. But you have a guy like Isaiah Simmons, who would he be a top five pick in in every draft? I think those are the things that you have to think about. And to be quite honest with you, As much as I would love to be the general manager of the New York football giants, I don't envy Dave Gettleman at all, because I think it's a very tough, tough decision to make. I don't think Saquon Barkley was a tough decision. I think I would have made that move. Um, Daniel Jones at six. Wow. I mean, like, I thought that was a a ballsy pick and and he's looked good. And here we are again, Dave Gettleman's got to make a play at four. And boy, if he messes it up, he's got no job.
0: And also, people have been debating that not only because of the need and the best player, Isaiah Simmons will have more an impact immediately, as not as much as an offensive tackle where you're going to have to sit the offensive tackle for a little bit, but Isaiah Simmons you could probably put right on the field.
1: Well, I kind of I, I disagree with that, because I, the kid from Alabama, the tackle from Alabama, he has been playing right tackle for Alabama. Why has he he been... Because left tackle is considered the better position of the two tackles. Why has he been playing right tackle at Alabama? The reason is... I was going to let you answer. Do you want to answer it?
0: Well, I would say one thing to say is Tua Tagovailoa is lefty, and that's protecting his blind side.
1: There you go. So, technically, at Alabama, the last couple years, the right side has been the primary tackle position. Because it's protecting to his blind side. So here's the thing: the thought is, is Solder's going to play left tackle next season, regardless. If if we draft the kid from Alabama, we're going to put him at right tackle, just like we would put either any any of the four any of them at four, right? Any if we got the kid from Georgia or we got the kid from Iowa, they're all going to right tackle, regardless, right? I would think the kid from Alabama could make the easier transition playing right tackle because he's been playing that for the last few years in college. So to me, he can make an immediate Mm. impact, and it would be easy for him. I think Simmons would be a, a nice piece on this defense, but I think he could make an impact at right tackle immediately. The other guys, I think they'd have to figure it out a little bit, but for him, I think it would be easy. If he's good enough to play in the National Football League, I think
0: it'd be easy for him. And I think the one load off of Will's back would be he's not protecting Daniel's blind side. He's not a lefty. Daniel could see if there's pressure coming from the right side and then try to escape. But it also depends on the offensive line and how they play on that specific snap.
1: But his footwork should tra- his footwork should already be his hand placement. All that should be ready to go because he's been he's got he's had experience. The other guys might have to make that transition because they've been playing left tackle. But it should be easier for him. So that's why I feel like I actually think he's the pick. There's a tackle, and Nick Saban's given gave him the, the green light. I think he's the pick. But I'm not going to lie, if Isaiah Simmons is the pick, I, I'll, be, I'll, I'll be pretty excited. I will say this, too. I have craved for years for the Giants to draft a linebacker in the first round for, like, years and we never do it. We never ever do it. I've missed the days of Lawrence Taylor. I am old enough that I remember Lawrence Taylor. I remember Carl Banks. I miss Harry Carson like I miss these guys. Those were giant legends. And I have you know when when we when we did uh when we were able to go to the Super Bowl like Antonio Pierce, right? Kiwanuka, uh, uh, Matthias Kiwanuka, who was obviously a defensive end, who also went to went to linebacker, right? These guys played awesome for us at linebacker, and obviously we had a great defensive line, but I just miss having really nice linebackers, and it seems like we haven't had a good linebacker in for years, right? And I got so excited last year about Ryan Connolly. Ryan Connolly, right? I got so excited about him, and, of course, he had to go and get hurt. So I've, I've just watched enough – Bad linebacker play. That I'm ready to see some good linebacker play from the Giants.
0: Another thing to add, you know, if Connolly does get healthy this season, we're gonna to need to cover a uh, linebacker either way. They cover running back and tight end because yeah. now Gronk's we're gonna face him because he's with the Buccaneers now, and Tom Brady's on the Buccaneers, yep. and we didn't see we didn't see Gronk last year, obviously, but
1: and, it's gonna be and, a challenge. And, and, and Simmons, you know, I, I know some have picked at his sack numbers. But, man, he's spectacular um, in coverage. And the funny thing is, and I'll I'll throw this at you, not to change the subject, but there were so many people that were so upset about us moving on from Landon Collins, right? Mm -hmm. I was a Landon Collins guy, but I was done with Landon Collins because he couldn't cover anybody. Yeah. But Landon Collins wasn't ever really a true safety, was he? We never knew what to do with him. Sometimes we put him in the box like he might could play linebacker. He was more of a run stuffing top. guy. Yeah, he was he was a great run stuffer. No question he could tackle, but it was almost like he was too big to play safety, but he was too small to play linebacker. He was this weird tweener, but he had that great year in twenty sixteen, but he didn't he couldn't cover anybody. If you were all about the Landon Collins, if you were all aboard the Landon Collins train, you should be all aboard the Isaiah Simmons train, because in my opinion, he's a better player. he's Landon Collins, but better. Forget that. He, forget what position. If he plays the edge or he plays linebacker, and Collins plays safety, they're both basically the same type of body. Except Simmons can tackle, and what what can he also do? He can cover. Landon couldn't cover. He could tackle, could make a hundred million tackles a year, but he couldn't cover anybody. Isaiah Simmons can cover so if you loved you some Landon Collins you're going to love you some Isaiah Simmons we'll just see if he's wearing blue or not
0: we'll see you tomorrow one last question <laughs> this topic has been debated by some people but it's not really talked about obviously in 2018 we were supposed to win now with the pieces that Gettleman gave us Saquon Barkley being one of them then endured a rebuild and we're still going through a rebuild obviously running back careers don't last long as long as quarterbacks and other players and many people don't really run with well I should rephrase that many people don't win the Super Bowl with great running backs like Saquon Barkley do you think the Giants blew that pick or is that debate gonna get there
1: no I think the Giants did did the right thing but I will be honest as a Giants fan I'm very nervous about the day we have to pay Saquon Barkley because you can't pay running backs. If you do, teams you don't you don't win. Um, I know that sounds weird, but if you didn't like the quarterback, if there was not one quarterback that you liked in that draft. If you didn't like Sam Darnold, obviously Josh Rosen was not. You weren't gonna pick him. No. I mean, so I mean, Sam Darnold is probably the only is the one, but. I still like that we got Saquon Barkley, right? He's done some good things. He's pretty much been all all over the offense. I obviously we're, we need to we need to do something good the next couple years with Saquon while we have him, right? Because there is a chance that Saquon Barkley may play somewhere else in his career, not for Big Blue, but while we have him or as long as we have him, we need to we need to have. That's one thing I'm worried about because. He does have such a small life shell as because the position. That's just. I mean, when you turn thirty, it seems like you can't play in the league anymore if you're a running back. So we need to we need to strike while the iron's hot with him. So that's why this draft is so crucial to continue to build on it. And hopefully, our team, if our team can just get good, Saquon Barkley will be even more special. That's one thing I'm excited about. But I really hope that. We don't look back at Saquon Barkley's career with the Giants and wonder what if.
0: Well, I appreciated having you on. It was good to talk to you, and we'll see who they pick tomorrow.
1: Absolutely, man. Thanks for having me, and for all those that listen, you want to watch any of my YouTube videos, just go to YouTube, type in Fizzle. Cop that's C-O-P-I-Z-Z-L-E, and uh, I have a lot of fun on there. I'm so passionate about the New York football Giants. My accent's I know, a little weird. But if you want to watch somebody who loves New York Giants football, likes to have a good time, likes just to – Giants make me a little crazy, I'll be honest, but I love the New York football Giants. I'm so passionate about it, and I'm so thankful for you to have me on and give me the opportunity to chat with all those that listen to your podcast. Thank you so much, man.
0: Well, great content all around for you. Thank
1: you. Thank you. I appreciate
0: it. Okay, tomorrow's draft day, everyone. And I'll be doing a live stream on YouTube at 7.55 Eastern Standard Time. Be sure to check out Coppizzle. He is going live on draft night as well with an Eagles fan and a Cowboys fan. Remember, our podcasts are available on Spotify, YouTube, and Podbean. Be sure to follow our Twitter and Instagram pages at Bleeding Big Blue Podcast for daily updates. This is your host, Alex Ives protich signing off. See you tomorrow, everyone. Have a good day.